All right, welcome to uh, the Hutchinson Report podcast, Take of the Week. In the Take of the Week, we go through some of the most important things. Well, anyway, things that I think are important, things that have been in the news, things that have touched your fancy during the week. And there have been a number of things, not all related to COVID. Uh, Let me get to my favorite, Leroy's favorite, Bernie Sanders. We know last week that Bernie dropped out. He endorsed Joe. And by the way, uh, Leroy... He was very positive yeah. about it. He said, look, we got to get this guy out of oh, here. Yeah. You know who the guy was talking about. Oh, yeah. Got to get him out of here. I'm asking. I'm really, really demanding almost an admonition to my supporters. Let get, let's get on board. Let's do everything we can to support Joe. In addition to that, the, they're coming together, uh, Leroy, the DNC, the Democratic National mm-hmm. Convention Committee, and also all the Democratic organizations. They made an announcement yesterday. They're channeling all of their fundraising to Joe Biden. They're consolidating things. By the way, Trump did that with the Republican National yeah. Committee. They rolled everything over. Trump has a, a war chest now estimated at about $105 million in still counting. Biden is nowhere close to that. So he's got a big shortfall in terms of money. And he's going to need every penny he can get, by the way. So I think that was very important. I was downtown, uh, Leroy Jackson, and I have to tell you, I happened to be down there on business on uh, Wednesday. What I saw on the backside of downtown L.A., and by the way, let me give you some context. I have traveled in my time to a number of very poor third world countries in Africa, Asia, and Latin America. What I saw down there was absolutely stupendously appalling. Did you hear what I said? Stupendously appalling. Uh, and I'm talking about Skid Row. I mean, we know about that. That's been there for millennia. I'm talking about a whole nother city downtown that looked like some looked like not only a hellhole, but some of the greatest poverty that I have seen. And again, in third world countries, nothing like it. Here's the interesting thing. When you elevate your vision and look up, standing on one of those corners on Main, Broadway, well, actually east of Broadway, around Wall Street, over there, you see some of the greatest wealth on the planet. So it's almost dystopian. I think that was Mad Max, you know, the old Mel Rose, where you got a Mad Max world. You know, it's absolutely surreal. My question very simply is, why? How did that happen? On the richest, in the richest country on the planet, how did that happen? And more particularly, what's being done about it? Chris's Steakhouse, they gave back the money. Now, the Hutchinson Report in the L.A. Urban Policy Roundtable, Leroy, as you know, we were the first to demand, give the money back. A little context, Ruth Roos, Chris's Steakhouse, got $20 million under the payroll protection plan i.e. supposedly for small businesses. Well, the big corporate grifters got in there, had their hand out, demanded money, and got it. Remember, they got accountants, they got lawyers, they got relations with the banks. They know all the ins and outs. Poor little Leroy with his small little business, Leroy Jackson Incorporated, coming in. He doesn't have his documents. He doesn't have his tax filings. He's a one-person operation with his business. He's got 24-7 trying to run a darn business. He doesn't have time for this. He's not computer literate. He's none of that stuff. doesn't even have a computer. You see the problem going in. Uh, Chris's Steakhouse, because of our demand, and there was a petition online, they gave the money back. Problem with that, the other corporate grifters haven't given the nickel back. You had one billionaire today, Leroy Jackson, who has a business. He said, I'm not giving the money back. I'm keeping it. I got it. It's mine. I'm going to use it. I got to tell you, the arrogance uh, is just astounding. Uh, The other thing, that um, a little tidbit, all the big corporate grifters, 
that have their hand at the till, feeding at the public trial for public money. In addition to that, we already knew they're not going to use it for employees. They're not going to do it for any of that. You know, rehires, bringing those back from furloughs, uh, boosting pay, boosting benefits. They're getting, they're asking for exemptions from that, Leroy. Uh, <laughs> they got the gall to ask, take the money, not have to pay it back, and then using it for what? CEO perks. Un- I love it. I love this one. Unnamed expenses. Uh, boy, those. oh boy. I yeah, I got to tell you that one. <laughs> you know, what, what they say, I have to tell you, it's enough, like my gr- beloved grandmother used to say, it's enough to make a grown man cry. Uh, did you know that the banks, let's get to our favorite, we're not through with them yet, the big corporate grifters. Did you know that the banks, Leroy, well, let me walk it back. Wells Fargo said that what we're going to do is, because there was a huge out, uh, outcry, Wells Fargo shut down the loan applications. They said no. And then they leaked the memo that we're prioritizing. I love this one. Prioritizing who we give the money to. Translated, our big corporate big shots. Oh, yeah. We'll give it to them first. The little guy, little <laughs> woman. Yeah, you're right, you Ricky. Go. Get nothing. Well, Wells Fargo, they were so embarrassed by that when it came out. They said, wait a minute. We're going to give all of the fees that we get from the government for brokering these loans. We're going to give them back to nonprofits. Now, uh-huh. on the surface, it seemed charitable, but there was one little tiny little item they didn't tell you. Did you know, Leroy Jackson, that the banks get five points per PPP loan? Which means, in other words, through the back door, they're getting fees for that which they don't have to report, and they're not telling you. The total is $17.5 billion from these points that they get from the PPP loans. I got to tell you, there ain't no justice in somewhere, and I'm not going to tell you where that is. To put it in context, black businesses are about 10% of the 27 million small businesses in America. Black businesses, African-American-owned businesses are about 2.5 million businesses. 97% of them got nothing. Let me repeat that again. 97% of them did not get a thin dime, didn't get a nickel, didn't get a penny so far from the PPP program. Why? Oh, Roos, Chris Steakhouse, the big billionaire guy, the banks, (laughs) nothing left. Now, we know that Congress, once again, passed another, what about quarter of a billion, a quarter of a trillion dollars for more PPP program relief. Problem with that, Leroy, is if you don't have a monitoring system in, if you don't have a tracking system in, if you don't have an oversight system in, enforcing that, who gets the money and who doesn't get it, and excuse me, I love that word, prioritizing the loan, it's going to be the same thing all over again. The big corporate grifters will be right there. Congresswoman Karen Bass, um, bless her heart, she's been on the point on this. We had her on the show last week. She's doing a town hall online dealing with small businesses, walking you through all the ins and outs of filing, what you can do, go to her online town hall. I believe that will be on Monday. Punch it up, Congresswoman Karen Bass. All right, Leroy Jackson, you have been listening to the Hutchinson Report podcast, Take of the Week.